Oh, Tony oh. got it. He got it. Number 40. A franchise record for left-handed hitters. Three to one Halos. Oh, Uncle. Shohei Otani, number 40. <laughs> Seven incredible innings on the mound, and he just smashes a baseball a mile. This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with the Joes, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio from BetQL. Welcome back. It is BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. We're brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. The call last night for Bally Sports West. Yes, Shohei Otani, 40 home runs now. He pitched well last night versus Detroit. Hit his 40th home run of the season. He has been the story of the sport this year. One of the great stories of the sport. And join us right now to talk some baseball. All things awards, the pennant chases, is our Odyssey MLB insider, John Heyman. John Heyman and Insider Calls presented by BetQL. Get access to data and insights the sportsbooks don't want you to see. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. John, we just heard uh, the home run last night by Shohei Otani, 40. He is the uh, the clear and overwhelming favorite to win the American League MVP. John, um, I know the Angels aren't going to the playoffs. It feels like we do this every year. There's an MVP in Los Angeles despite the team not going to the playoffs. But, uh, John, try to put some perspective on, on the year that Otani has had I mean 40 home runs he could hit 50 home runs John and and pitch to a really good ERA this is it really it still is remarkable even though he's been doing it all year um, it's amazing it really is I mean it's a once in a century thing I mean Babe Ruth I guess so no one none of us who are alive actually saw this uh, Babe Ruth in 1918 and 1919 I believe was an effective pitcher and hitter but in many ways Otani is actually outdoing him in those years that uh, Babe Ruth did both well. So, um, you know, it's really something that's uh, maybe the only time this has been done to this degree. And, um, you know, you talked about the MVP. The MVP race is over. He is the MVP. There is no no doubt about that. Um, and L should be a little more interesting, but uh, this one is over because this is something we have never seen before. You know, you know, when we get to MVP talks, you know, it's always nice to see MVP candidates be on teams that are contenders. What is it going to take going forward? Not this year, obviously, but maybe next season, this offseason. What is it going to take for the Angels to finally be a contender? Because they have Otani. They have Mike Trout. They have arguably two of the best players of this generation right now on their team, yet can't seem to compete in their own division. What is it going to take for this team to really compete next year with these two players? Yeah, two things. They need to get healthy. Obviously, Trout has now missed uh, 13 weeks. And they said it was going to be six to eight with the calves. Calves are tricky, so you never know there. Um, but, I mean, obviously, he's going to be healthy next year. Um, and Radon is out for the year, too. So, um, should be back next year. If you have Radon, you have Trout, and you have Otani, uh, the offense should be outstanding. Uh, that said, they still need pitching. So, it's health and pitching. Um, they're getting some good starts from some of the young kids who've come up. Detmers looks pretty good. Uh, Sandoval's had some pretty good outings. Um, you know, maybe a couple of them will work out. It's nice that they're getting to see them before September with all the call-ups, and uh, they're doing fairly well. They will need to augment the pitching. They're definitely going to look at the free agent pitching, and, and it's pretty good. I mean, they're, you know, even if they aren't, they aren't able to lure Scherzer across town, and I think – I think they'd love to get Scherzer. I mean, the word is that they do like Scherzer very much, and they have been a team that's been willing to spend. Now, they haven't spent on pitching in the past, but 
I think they finally understand they need to spend on pitching to win. Um, there are a lot of good free agent pitchers, though. M- many of them are veterans like Morton. But there are some guys that are kind of in the middle of their career, like Robbie Ray, somebody like that who could really help them. I mean, they really need to just get average to slightly above average pitching with that offense as long as they're healthy. John, uh, you look at the National League. I know you said recently that your vote would be for Fernando Tatis. And, and he's clearly the favorite. He should be. He's back. He's healthy. He leads the league in home runs and stolen bases. But, John, there is a little bit more of a race there. You know, it's not completely locked up, especially because the injuries that uh, Tatis has suffered, and who knows if he can stay healthy the rest of the year. When you look at the other contenders, National League MVP, John, if it's not Tatis, where would you lean? Like, if someone else is going to steal this from him, Max Muncy right now, second in the odds on FanDuel. Bryce Harper's had a big second half. He's tied with Muncy. And then there's Freddie Freeman, who hit for the cycle last night, and the Braves looking to take control in the National League East. Uh, John, if it's not Tatis in the NL, who do you think could steal that MVP? Yeah, let me let me first say that uh, since I said that about Tatis, I've learned that I do have an NL MVP vote. And uh, you're not supposed to reveal uh, who you're voting for. Obviously, um, we've got a long way to go, so we don't know who I'm voting for, so I can be a little bit more forthcoming than I will be at the end of the year. But, uh, you know, I don't want my vote taken away from me, and uh, they're, they're sticklers about this kind of thing. So um, try to strike that from the record that I said that Tatis okay. should be an LMVP. We'll pretend that never happened. We'll pretend that never happened, John. Go ahead. Yeah, okay, thank you. Um, I mean, obviously, Tatis has been fantastic. Uh, he's, you know, if he stays healthy, he's got a good shot. I'll say that. Um, if he doesn't, you know, it's wide open, and there are several former MVPs that I think are in the running. Um, not to say where they stack up at this point, as I'm not allowed to, but uh, certainly Harper, Posey, Votto, Freeman, all candidates, all former MVPs. So that makes things very interesting. But there are a lot of guys having great years in the NL. It's going to be hard to fit it, to get it down to 10 because uh, there's about 15 to 20 guys having uh years that would give them consideration, at least for MVP. Certainly with the Dodgers, you've got Muncie and you have Taylor. With the Giants, uh, beyond Posey, you have Crawford. Um, uh, uh, Brian Reynolds uh, is having a great year with the Pittsburgh. Um, you know, Atlanta's got some guys having good years, even beyond Freeman. Cincinnati, you've got Winker and Castellanos and Dishinovato. Uh, Milwaukee, Adamas. I mean, uh, I might even... Look at Avisel Garcia at this point. He's having a very good year. Uh, So, I mean, there's probably 20 guys worthy of consideration. Um, You know, Tatis, it just depends on the health with him. So, um, he's healthy. He's got a good shot. That's all I can say at this moment. But if not, wide open. I mean, he definitely has a great shot. But I got a question for you as far as the San Diego Padres are concerned. This is a team that we thought was – you know, no, we still think uh, arguably one of the best teams in Major League Baseball, but have dealt with injuries after injuries after injuries are basically throwing out a one to two man rotation at the moment. If this team doesn't get out of this slide, it's in. and keep in mind, they only have like two series the rest of the season against teams under 500. They got arguably one of the hardest schedules going forward. A lot of games against the Dodgers, games against the Giants. If this team falls off, will that affect Fernando Tatis's MVP odds? Yeah, I, I don't think too much. Um, you know, I think that uh, I, I would like to see MVPs come from a 
playoff team or certainly a team in the race. And uh, obviously, even if the worst comes to fruition here for San Diego, they've been in the race. So, you know, I think that's uh, that helps. Um, I don't love it when uh, guys on an MVP from a non-contending team, and we've seen that with A-Rod and Andre Dawson, where they were just clearly the best, and it happens. Uh, but I, I don't think that that's really going to affect Tatis because they're in the race. And, um, you know, he's obviously been great. The The issue with him is the health, but uh, you're absolutely right about the team. It's, uh, it's in a tough spot right now with games against the Giants and the Dodgers. Meanwhile, in the Central, um, you know, uh, St. Louis doesn't have an easy schedule. Uh, even though they're in the Central, they only have one uh, series in September against teams under 500, and that's the Cubs. Uh, but the Reds do have an easy schedule, and uh, the Reds have been playing pretty well over the last several weeks. So, you know, at this point, the Reds look like they've got a good chance. San Diego, it's a long season, and they've had a lot of injuries. And you've got Darvish, you've got Paddock. You know, you, you, it's tough to suffer those injuries to the starting pitchers. No, no team has seven or eight great starting pitchers. And we just saw they tried Arietta, that didn't work out. And, uh, you know, they're just in a tough spot right now as a team. But uh, that does not, to me, that does not affect Tatis. John Heyman, Odyssey MLB Insider, joining us here talking some baseball as the pennant race is tightened up and the awards were we're locked in on how the odds are changing right here on BetQL Daily. John, the odds for the Yankees to make the playoffs about a month ago, not great. And now it's like them and the Red Sox, two two ships passing in the night. I mean, the Red Sox own them to start the season. And then this week, the Yankees sweep them out of Boston uh, John, your thoughts on the Yankees, Red Sox, and how you think this AL wildcard race could shape out? I mean, you have Oakland, who's playing well in the West. I think they're going to end up at one of those spots. Probably means only one spot for Yankees, Red Sox, Blue Jays uh, in the AL East for a wild card. Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough to know. Obviously, Chris Bassett, it's encouraging news that his vision is fine, but uh, you know, I'm, he's you know certainly going to need surgery, so missing him is going to be a big deal for the A's. So, I mean, it, it, you could be right. It's only one out of those three teams in the East, but it could be two. Uh, I mean, this Yankee-Red Sox thing is, I don't want to say unbelievable because, look, 1978 was much more unbelievable. I mean, you you guys are too young to remember this, but the Yankees were 14 and a half behind the Red Sox, and that was a thrilling comeback for us in New York. Uh, now I'm impartial, of course, but uh, that was <laughs> quite exciting. And, uh, you know, I mean, at that time, it was certainly – for the playoffs and then it came down to a one game playoff. And we know the Yankees won that and won the world series. Um, so it was a little bit different era. And of course, in this situation, the Rays are ahead of both of them. So it's not quite as dramatic or, or as interesting maybe, but uh, uh, it's been hard to believe hard to hard to see that the Red Sox have fallen this badly, this fast. I, I mean, I do think that the trade deadline has had a greater effect than I've ever seen in the past. I mean, it's a wild trade deadline, very exciting. But, I mean, you've got some teams that have just turned to become just really non-competitive and easy wins, easy marks. I mean, you've got some teams that just can't win any games. And then there's a whole list of teams that really improved themselves during the um, deadline. The Yankees being one of them, as I know there's a lot of controversy in Boston because they didn't do as much. Uh, getting Schwarber, and, who was hurt at the time and had never played first base, really. Um, 
where the Yankees got Rizzo and Gallo really balanced out that lineup and gave them a shot in the arm. But uh, the deadline really helped the Yankees, but it helped the, several other teams too. But the Houston did a good job. Toronto did a good job. And uh, the White Sox and the Dodgers obviously made the big deal today. So uh, that deadline was uh, fascinating and interesting. And uh, I think that's part of the reason the tide has turned this this swiftly in the uh, the AL East, but uh, boy, the Red Sox. I, I saw Joe Scarborough today conceding, uh, a noted Red Sox fan on MSNBC, uh, and uh, it sure looks bad for them right now. You know, you brought up the trade deadline and the moves that teams made, and that the Red Sox didn't necessarily do nothing, but it was more like they did stand more pat than, say, you know, obviously the Yankees. The other team that you mentioned that we all agree we all love is the Toronto Blue Jays, but they've kind of stumbled out the gate since they've gotten um, done this whole trade deadline. What is it going to take for them to get back on, on course to possibly, you know, pass the Red Sox as well and maybe catch up to the A's? Yeah, I think it's health and bullpen for them. Obviously Springer being out that, that hurts them badly. Uh, He has been fantastic when he's played. Um, You know, they've made a lot of good moves. I like Springer. Semyon has been great. They have a terrific offense. They have a talented rotation. Now Manoa is out of of the rotation. It really didn't solve the pen. I mean, obviously, Barrios is a big addition to a very good rotation. Uh, They've done a lot of good work, and they have a very nice team on paper. They score a lot of runs, but uh, that pen has just uh, hurt them throughout the year. And, uh, I mean, they've made some moves in the pen. It's gotten better, but it's still... It's still a question mark, and uh, it's basically the pen and, and the injuries uh, that the reason they're not in the in the in the playoff position at this point. But you know, I'm not counting them out, and uh, it's it's interesting that we have such an interesting race now because uh, for a while it looked like we weren't going to, but now Toronto is in it, uh, Seattle's even in it, the Yankees are in position at this point. Uh, I mean, is it possible that? Uh, Houston and, and, and Tampa are threatened to some degree. I mean, I don't think so, but uh, I mean, it's been it's gotten pretty wild in the AL, which really sort of makes things interesting. John, about a minute left. It felt like we were going to get a, a really down to the wire race in the National League East. We may still, but the odds have shifted here because the Braves are red hot. Braves minus 195 to win this. Phillies have dropped to plus 240. Mets plus 550. Braves have opened up a three and a half game lead here in this division. John, quickly, do you think the Braves will run away with this thing, or do you still expect the NLEs to go down to the end? Yeah, I don't think they can run away with it. Check out that silly schedule. It's like Joe Girardi wrote up that schedule. I mean, it's Baltimore on top of Arizona, on top of the Nats. I mean, I've never seen a September schedule quite that easy. Uh, Philly obviously has talent. They've got some flaws with the bullpen and the – uh, which they fixed to some degree, and, and the defense isn't that good. I mean, right now Atlanta looks like the best team, but I'm not counting out Philly. Uh, you know, the Mets are in a tough spot at this point. Uh, you know, they were in first place for, I think, 90 days, and uh, right now um, they don't look like they can make it. Uh, the hitting is just not good enough. Great stuff from John Hammond. John, we appreciate it. We'll talk again soon. That was Odyssey MLB insider John Hammond. Insider calls presented by Beck UL. Beck UL is here to help us all make better bets. Through real proven analytics, bet smarter, beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. On the other side, Cody and I will do a Rookie of the Year draft for NFL rookies. Can't wait for this. Coming up right here on the BetQL Network, we're presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.